I only want news that is tailor directed to me. All I want is news that I agree with. Like I just want to read stories that reinforce, reaffirm how I how I am feeling, like the things that I believe. I don't understand what you're trying to say, what political uh, statement you're trying to make, but I don't like it. But you agree, no, but you agree it. with it though. Yeah, I do. Here. No, really though, what's wrong with your hair? Welcome to Game Life Balance US, a lifestyle podcast about how to be a grown-up gamer and still go to work and get sleep. With your hosts, Cody Goff, and Jonathan Martin. You're going to be my meat in my Jonathan sandwich. Check out our website at gamelifebalance.us, where you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, and more. I'm Jeannie from Tyrion's Landing, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. This is Game Life Balance, and John, you're back. I feel I feel so out of practice. It's been a very long time since I've been here. So I've had a lot of personal stuff going on in my life, directly related to kind of what this podcast was originally about. It was originally about trying to balance kind of family life and and home life, like that's er, and and video game life, and and trying to do this podcast. And I've had some family stuff going on that uh, I'm not. I actually do eventually want to talk about it because I think for parents, a, a parents that are worried and struggling with things, various things, I think it might be worthwhile to hear. I think it's always because one of the one of the problems, and again, I'm not going to go into it now, but one of the problems with the stuff that my wife and I have been going with, at least for me personally, is that I have felt very lonely with it because mm-hmm. we are dealing with some issues that are not like the average issues you deal with a child. Like your average child doesn't have to deal with with kind of what my wife and I are are uh, dealing with right now. There's plenty of, of kids that have to deal with it, but um, it's not like I can commiserate with it with any of, like, the parents at daycare. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it feels very lonely. I feel very isolated. Um, and that's it's a, hard, it's a hard feeling to have. So it's been, uh, it's been kind of a struggle over the past month, month and a half, and we're, uh, we're working through stuff, and it's... Um, yeah, it's something I will eventually talk about. Again, I'm just not ready, not ready to do it yet, but because uh, it's it's a process. But eventually, I'll talk about it and why I've been kind of absent and why there are chances I'll be absent uh, in in the future. On hopefully not a regular basis, but the the occasional week I might still need to drop out. You know? Yeah. Wow. That's um, heavy. Well, um, I'm glad you could make it for our this week. Yeah. It's and it's not really that. It's not really heavy because you don't you know like the listener doesn't know what's going on and and frankly it's it's not that important to you right now but uh it be being a parent is it is a so it is a constant state of fear is too strong a word it's just like a constant straight state of worrying about your child if it was not this one thing that we're dealing with max it would be a myriad of other things it would be a list of three other things that would be worried of uh regarding him so it's just like i i love being a dad it is amazing i really do it's the best thing in my life but it is also just this constant source 
of worry for me. And I understand why parents get gray hair and get it very quickly when they become parents because it is just, there's just, there's always something to be concerned about. There really is. Isn't that relationships though too? A little bit? For sure. But it's a, it's a different, it's a different thing because you, you can communicate easily with the person. Hopefully if you're in a, if you're in a, a good relationship, hopefully you can easily communicate with the person with whom you're in that relationship. But when you're with a baby, when you're with a toddler, communication is, it's difficult because they don't have words. So there's a lot of, you have to do a lot of in, uh, into, you have to use your intuition. Intuiting? Intu- yes, you have to intuit. Yeah, you, you would intuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, intu- you have to intuit what they are trying to tell you. And then when, th- when there's the possibility of there being issue of there being an issue with their ability to communicate just generally, which is one of the things that we're dealing with. Um, it just makes it all that much harder to try to figure out what your child needs. Do you think that the charades world champion is the best parent? Oh, that's a good question. Is there a charades world champion? Is there a championship? There should be. If not, then we will sponsor it. You, we will game life balance us will sponsor the International World Championship of Charades. We'll co-sponsor it with Game Life Balance Australia with the zero dollars that we make between the two shows. Well, I, and it'll be awesome. I tell you, I tell you what, um, if it's an international competition, chances are America will never win and that South Korea will dominate most years. I don't know, man. The Olympics, we have a pretty good showing. This seems more like an eSport to me, though. And South Korea basically wins all of those. Does it? Yeah, it, it really does. It oh, really, that's true. Yeah, eSports. really wins well, most Charade is not an eSport. No, it is. Like, you attach, you attach those wires to yourself, and you jack into the Matrix when you're doing it. To do. mm-hmm. Am I thinking of the wrong game? Yes. Okay. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of Pong Ultra Championship Edition. DX. I can see how I get those. I can see how I'd get those two things confused. Right, yeah, there, it's yeah, it's easy. I confuse very those games similar with very yeah, similar. exactly, exactly. Well, um, well, well, everyone wishes you the best, especially me, because I'm the only one that I can speak for. And in the meantime, but you we just have a spoke for you just spoke for everybody. Shut up. <laughs> we have a, well, we have a podcast that I would like to do. I've wanted to do this. I promise you that I have not been avoiding you, and and uh, and. Like trying to get out of it. Like I've really wanted to do this podcast. Uh huh. Like that time you were sick two weeks ago, but uh, you so you couldn't podcast, even though you're a pharmacist, because pharmacists get sick. What is this? What is this? 1804, back before pharmacists were invented. Is hey, that what you are? Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about let's talk about jobs for a second. This is Your something, 1802 job this that is you some, have? This is something I wanted to talk about because we're happy, by the way, happy Thanksgiving uh, because I probably won't talk to you tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't want to date this. I don't want to date this podcast. I am ha- Happy Thanksgiving, Halloween, 4th of July, Veterans Day, and, and Valentine's Day. I imagine now the listener has no idea when we recorded this. You will probably need a lot of insulin tomorrow or two no. days from now, which is... No. Yeah, no, because you're going to eat a lot because we all do that, right? Um I get two days off. Do you get two days off? Do you get both Thursday and Friday off? Yes. I am one of the privileged few. I was just going to ask you, is that common? Because I'll be honest, almost everybody here in the Twin Cities gets both of those days off. And I feel like 
growing up, I never got Friday off ever in any of my jobs. Granted, my jobs were crappy when I was a kid. But did you ever get Friday off before, or is this the first? Were job? they were they service industry jobs? Kinda. Some. Well, yeah, I guess mostly. I mean, like Cheesecake Factory is not going to give you the no, day off. That, no, that's like a huge day I, for them. I yeah. worked at Starbucks on Thanksgiving one day, and I've worked at WGN Radio doing air shifts and producing for shows on Thanksgiving and on Black My Friday. My important question, though, is generally, do you know of people to get Friday off generally? Yeah, I think I think Friday for for most for most nine to five companies, I I feel like Friday is, is the work. It is a holiday, yeah. Friday okay. is the work day for retailers, things like that. We have in the chat, actually, a couple people chiming in. Apparently, good jobs in Madison only give you Thursday off, but Friday is flax, which I know some companies have some kind of floating holidays. You can take one or the mm-hmm. other kind of things. Yeah. And uh, and Stephen just assumes anytime his prescription fills go missing that it's you taking it. So stop doing that. I'm not going to stop doing that. So I bring this up because... Um you work in an office, and I, I am not at all making a judgment of your job, but I've uh, my, my brother-in-law also works in an office, in a 9-to-5 in a like office job setting, and we were talking about uh, the holidays, because there's this great time in America, um, and I, it probably happens in other areas too, but uh, I can only speak to America because that's where I live and have always lived, but there's this great time between like the, the last third of, of, of November to the second week of January where there's like all these holidays. There's like all these days that we get off of work and we don't have to take vacation for them. And we just get them off because you've got your Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving for a lot of people, you've got your Christmas and you've got your new year's Eve. You have four holidays in like a six week span and it it rules, right? So my brother-in-law again, works in an office setting and he, we were talking about this and he basically told me that in like the office world, uh, over the holidays, because everybody's going to see family and stuff, basically nothing gets done. Either the people in the office setting are gone, they're taking extended vacations, they're taking a week or two here here and there to like go visit their families over the holidays, or the clients that they service are taking those week in, those weeks off. So basically, like nobody gets anything done over this period of time in in the 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 office world. Now, granted, I have never been in that culture. I will most likely never be in that culture. So I don't know if that's actually true. I can only, it's true. I can only speak to what he what he says, but you are now the second person that corroborates that, right? That like so so basically the 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 pressure is probably feels a little less for you when you have those days off. Like sometimes it probably I would imagine is a struggle just to go to work if you know that you're not going to be really doing anything that day. That December is often slow and yes, it is a struggle. Yes. So and I can and I can totally understand that because I've had like slow days at work. I work in the healthcare industry. I work in an industry in a kind of in a kind of unique pharmacy industry where um my patients are set up by like a, a week of the month in which they get their medications. So um you basically get like when you when you, when I fill medications for you, you get put on a, a week of of cycles for our pharmacy, right? And uh, we run these weekly cycles every week, and the week doesn't care how many days you have to work. So, my number of patients that I fill prescriptions for and send prescriptions out to is the same whether I work three days that week or whether I work five days that week. So, this week. I had to fit five days worth of work into three days. 
And it has been, it has gone very smoothly, but it has been more work than I can remember doing in a like five day span than maybe ever before. It has just been exhausting. It has been exhausting. Like in a way that I have not been exhausted from work in a very long time. And because people then, people continue to get their medications, people continue to take their medications when it, it's holidays, right? It's uh, yeah, yeah. Medications then, like rust don't sleep. And you have fit in not only five days of work in three days, but also a podcast that I made you do. No, I really wanted to do this one. Actually, you did not make me do this. I really wanted to do this podcast, and yes, I fit this in because generally, like my my nights are still. Like my day is still scheduled the same. I'm still nine to nine to five, you know, at work, eight thirty to five at work, and then I come home and I have my son and I put him to bed and I still have like an hour and a half to two hours at night in that period of time. It's just it's the So you know how you know how you don't actually work forty hours when you work forty hours? There's constant mental breaks in the middle of your day to yeah, do other absolutely. stuff. Of course. That's everybody. I have had many, many fewer of those mental breaks. It has been much more of me having to be completely focused and mentally engaged for that 40-hour period of time. And it, 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 that, is much, that is much more exhausting than, uh, than I realized because I haven't had to do that in a long time. That's why you haven't been G-chatting me nudes all day. I sent you those two. Well, yeah, but that was on mobile, and I know that was while you were in the bathroom, because I could see the poop in the toilet behind you, which, by the way, you might want to not include in your selfies. That was a really weird angle for a picture, then. So I, apo- well, I apologize for that. I'll probably try to do better next time. I'm not the one that you got to learn to flow, man. you got to learn to flow. I also marked, by the way, I was writing a second ago, I marked down the time at which you said that you wanted to podcast. So I now have a recording of that, and I will use it again. That's going to be like on your soundboard. You're going to have like, you're going to have the the fart noise, Mm -hmm. and then the I wanted to podcast. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much all that's on your soundboard, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And then the one that's like auga. Well, the well the auga sound is standard with all soundboards, though. So why can't you why can't you do all this while learning about the Nixon and Ford administrations, for example? Or are you able to do that? Maybe. I mean, I have to ask about the Nixon administration to other people because they know better mm-hmm. than I do. But so generally, able to learn about it only. Well, I, I, I so I don't read and examine that myself i just take our friend's word for it that he's telling me the truth when i ask him so you're basically getting like a history lesson master class while you're doing this work so it doesn't sound that hard to me you make it sound really easy actually so i still believe you so i still need those mental breaks that we just talked about and i assume anybody would need those because otherwise they would i would yeah I, i still so i still take those mental breaks they are just far fewer and shorter than they normally are. So no Hearthstone? There's actually never there's actually never been Hearthstone at work. But now there's no Hearthstone, because before there was, and now there's none. Speaking of Hearthstone, I've been, you know, I always follow when new expansions are coming out, because even though I don't play the game anymore, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested, because I, I really like card games, and I'm kind of interested in what, like, the direction that they're taking stuff. And the new expansion seems like it's going to be kind of neat. I kind of yeah, like. It seems awesome. I kind of like what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. So me too. I'm not going to get back into it. Most likely, 
I mean, I can't, I'll never say never, but I most likely will not be getting back into it. But the expansion seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I will, I, I've been on record saying this, that Hearthstone is the worst game I have ever played. It infuriates me, and it's terrible. It's objectively terrible. Everything about it is bad. It makes my life bad. And I'm really looking forward to the new expansion. I can't wait to get some new cards and play a bunch. They're kind of doing this thing that none of that made any sense that you just said, actually. But they, and yet none of it was ironic. Yeah, honestly, no, all of those things were true. But they're doing they're doing this thing where like the cards that you play affect like all of the cards in your hand. Yeah, and like change alter the stats of the cards in your hand. I think that that's pretty that's cool. That's something that they haven't done before. I like that they're still finding ways to do things that they haven't done before and make it look well, interesting. I mean that, and that's what Gambit did, right? You know, I mean, Remy LeBeau or whatever his name was, you know, I mean, he would charge things in his hands with energy, right? And often those things were cards. I believe it was kinetic energy. It's a credit card. Yeah, and then he would say, credit card, and then throw said cards, and they, they would explode or kill people or do whatever. But that, that's essentially what is happening in Hearthstone is that you get to play as Gambit, Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know, if they release him as a downloadable character, I, you know, I might, I might, I might tell somebody to buy that for five dollars so that I can, you know, experience Gambit in my game without having to pay. That's not the funny thing to me with the heroes. You can buy these heroes that have these different taunts, and I always found it amusing because if other people buy the heroes, then I get to experience the variety that the heroes bring to the game. So I'm really just enjoying... Without having to buy it yourself. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to pay anything. Now, I did get the free Priestess from Twitch Prime. Have you done that? Alune? Alune, yeah. Or Tarande? I think it's it's Tarande. Yeah, it's Malfurion's concubine, I guess. Yeah, it's Tarande. We have lost half our audience. Just like that, it went from well, was, it went from was your working is hard and I like holidays and people need prescriptions to Malfurion Storm Rage is married to Alune the Priestess who then You're I don't even a, know she's, she's a priestess of Alune and you lost her name me is, and her, I'm and lost her name and I'm is, the one and her name is Taranda and I believe her name is Harambe I believe there, Malfurion and Harambe that's why the kids are so upset. That's why the millennials are so upset this year. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because Tarande died in a gorilla pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the zookeepers had to put her down. I'm surprised the druid was uh, unable to get out of that predicament. Malfurion is actually a, a druid of the of the Talon because he turns into a, a, a raven, uh, whereas the druids of the Claw can turn into bears. So he is a druid of the Talon. Because he can do that. Okay, what's the druid that turns into Harambe? I that's a that's a druid of the um of the heart. That's a druid of the heart. <laughs> is that what that is? A druid of the heart. Yeah, that's he lives wow. in here. He lives in we here. We took a left turn and then a detour to the zoo, and now I don't know where we even are. So your your life sucks, basically. No, your my life is hard. You're, you work harder my than life everybody. Is still, life is still good. Life is still in good. America. Who has a who has a real job, and that's that's it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I kind of told my story then about what my working situation is like right now. What's it like to be in a job where like like your clients disappear too for a month? Like, what's that like? Uh, it's awesome. Now I'm not in that environment anymore okay. because I work for our company's marketing department, marketing our company. So I'm I'm internal. I report to our CMO. 
I used to work at a marketing agency where, of course, we just work with clients, and and that was the the cool. I mean, there's 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 advantages and drawbacks. The the advantages are that usually things are a bit slower. The drawbacks are that sometimes clients are in a hurry to get things done by end of year. So actually, three years for ago, finan- I was doing for financial purposes, most likely financial purposes, and also just for artificial deadlines or for events coming up in January. Think just a lot of reasons. But sure. I was doing work for LiftMaster Appliances. And they needed the the CMO needed some presentation done by basically the twenty second or twenty third or something, and it just didn't happen. Uh, but, but anyway, the, well, it did happen because the day before Christmas Day, my friend Ann and I were the last two people in the building downtown. We had to stay till eight or nine or something crazy late at night. Um, yes, I realize a lot of people work till eight or nine at night regularly, but. For me, that wasn't the norm right, at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we were the last two people, and we were super pissed about it. Because we were just like, why are we doing this? I mean, what's she going to do? Like, read this report on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Right. Or the day after Christmas? Like, how boring And the, do you and have the to answer be? is probably not. The answer is probably not, but then there's also just business people that are insane, and that's the kind of thing they do. You yeah. know, they work on holidays, and they, they just have – they don't – have that need for personal time, which is just outrageous to me. I've, I've, I'm never the, I've never been that person. I never will be that kind of person. Where I think is really important enough to put in time on vacations for it. So that's me. But, but it, it can go both ways. Um, but you're right. It's hard to go to work sometimes in in December. You know, even starting now, because for example, at least two people in my department just have the week off, right? Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy time off. And because they probably are like going to visit family. Yeah, exactly. People are traveling, and and yeah, right. any time of year when the office is kind of empty. This happened in, in the summer a couple times too, where you know two or three people are at events that we're hosting. Two or three people are working from home. Two or three people are on vacation out of the country. Two or three people are in meetings, and then you suddenly look around, and in my little area of my office where there's usually forty people, there's four. And it's quiet. Yeah, and you're like, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. And it, it's it's really hard to uh, to focus on days like that. Um, I'm in a unique situation because actually this year I'm going to have a much more difficult December because I'm going to be part of a huge, huge event that uh, we participate in in January. And planning starts Monday for it. And by starts, I mean continues Monday because there's already a lot of stuff that's been planned logistically, and because it's are, actually been going on like all year so far. Um, yeah. So, but there's this event at yeah. the end of January, and and we've got to be, I mean, on point for it. So the next two months for sure. me is going to be probably really busy with a specific goal, which is nice in a way um, that, that, that there's something for me to focus on. Uh, so I've got it all a little different, but everywhere is different. Everywhere you work is different. Every company is different. Um, I, I think I don't know. I, I I I'm not a workaholic. I'm not a I'm not a corporate type. I'm not a yeah. I put in sixty hours last week. That's fine. Like that's not me. Right. You know, if if I'm working and something that you would and something that you would necessarily take pride in. Right. Because I I wouldn't take pro, I wouldn't take pride in that either. No. I wouldn't. I would be unhappy with that. Correct. Putting in sixty hours of work somewhere. Yeah, I'll work eight and a half hours if I need to. Sometimes a, a little extra, but 
you know, if I work a 10 or 11 hour day, I'm going to roll into work a half hour late the next morning or yeah. something like I, I, I will take back if I feel like I'm giving too much because and see, I don't and see like in an industry like mine, I don't get that option because my pharmacy has has hours that it is open. And so I have to be there during that time. Yeah. But then and when so, you close, like, you close, right? Well, I mean, I, I've stayed late plenty of times to get stuff done because stuff needs to get done. It's true. There's a lot of like there's a lot of legal stuff that happens in a pharmacy. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do by law. And you have to yeah. kind of make sure that it gets done. And if it doesn't get done, you're breaking the law. And that's that's not you shouldn't do that. So I have to make sure I don't do that. Yeah, I don't understand why not. Who's gonna arrest you? Harambe? Harambe. <laughs> well no, no, well he's dead. That's depressing. Why did it's you bring funny. him up? It's not funny. Disgusting. Um I I am extremely progressive in my in my corporate views and I I feel like for some reason corporate America has got it in people's heads that the norm is a salary job where you work 40 hours and then if you need to put in extra time that's fine. You're working for free. But basically that's what companies get away with is they make you work for free. And everyone does this. Probably your employer unless you're non-exempt. My employer I was at one salary job where we were eligible for overtime, but I, I consider and and most Americans, I think, well, kind of, kind of by definition, if you're an exempt salary employee, you can't get overtime. That's kind of the, the definition of an exempt employee. I know that's what I'm saying. Overtime. You're exempt from being paid for the extra hours you put in, which I think is well, trash. But yeah, but there's no there's no unwritten rule that says that 40 hours is the only. I mean, that's like just the American standard, right? But there's no like there's no law anywhere that says that 40 hours is the standard work week. I mean, because there's some salary employees that can probably get out of there in less than 40 hours. Yeah, there's some, but I don't think the majority of companies do that. And I think that the 40-hour work week is extremely outdated. Are you sure you're not just bad at your job? I'm really, really <laughs> bad at my job, okay? And I still managed to get out in just over 40 hours. And just, so. and just over 40 hours, so yeah, I, just I, think if you were good at your job, how I, quick you could out. I have radical political views about uh, the workday and industry and compensation and fair compensation for time and the necessity for everyone in high-level corporate America to work 50-plus hours a week. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think it's No, good. you believe in communism where the people own the means to production. I prefer and, socialism. Um, okay, they can be used interchangeably sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on board. I'm yeah. with you. Now I can see the people that don't understand the irony getting in the chat. Oh, but, 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 but Venezuela. Look at Venezuela. But, 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 look, at, look at Venezuela, everybody. Why are people looking at Venezuela? Literally every time I see trolls arguing about politics online, they just freak out about Venezuela. <laughs> every single time, everyone, everyone, it's I, great. Maybe we, well, you know what? Maybe there's a maybe they have a point. Maybe we should look at Venezuela. Yeah that that so is the, that is the only later ex- later on when we have a couple extra minutes. Let's go look at it. Okay. Let's make uh, let's make the pledge. We're gonna go look at Venezuela when we get a little extra time. Max in the chat dropping some knowledge. The quote is: "We pretend to work and they pretend to pay us." That's a. Uh, um, but I would rather get real paid rather than pretend to get paid. Would you? I'm gonna need real. Gonna need real money to live. It doesn't. So matter. I'll continue to pretend. I'll continue to pretend work though. You know what? I don't want to be Venezuelan anyway because they don't speak English, most of them. And I would be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so. 
What are we talking about? Moving, moving along. Uh, we are a video game podcast first and no, foremost. No, we're not. Like we're a lifestyle we, podcast. Like we talked about at the start of the show, we're a lifestyle we podcast. are a hardcore video game podcast. You are ruining we our brand. We do a segment on our show every every week. I haven't been here in like six weeks, but we do it every week. Mm-hmm. Called uh, called Balancing Act. Balancing Act. And the idea behind this is, how did you and I do at balancing our ability to play video games while also trying to do everything else in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the... And then, we, and then we grade ourselves. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a game that I've been playing just a little bit. We can go full gamer on it at another time. But I want to talk... It directly relates to Balancing Act because of the because of the the commitment that you need for the the game that I want to play within this game. So, I love Gears of War. I'm an unabashed Gears of War fan. Gears of War to me as a shooter is probably a lot like Halo to you as a shooter. It's like this it's like this this game that I would not normally like, right? Cuz generally I'm not a huge shooter fan. You don't like shooters. Generally not. But for whatever reason, I love the way that Gears of War feels as a as as a as a a game. Just playing the game feels awesome, and it has always felt awesome. Every Gears of War I've really really liked. Um, and one of the things that Gears of War had when it very first came out ten years ago, or whatever it was on, on Xbox 360, was uh, was Horde mode. They were like the originators of Horde mode. Horde mode is this thing where you and a bunch of other players, in this case it's four other players, so it's five total, get into a, 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 a circular style map, and there are 50 waves of enemies that come at you. 50 waves. And every 10 waves is a boss, and you have to get to the end of the 50 waves, and if you can beat the last wave, you win. You win horde mode. It's awesome. It is my favorite mode in all of the Gears of War multiplayer modes. You, you could argue that I bought Gears of War 4 to play Horde Mode. I like playing the campaigns, but Horde Mode has always been my real draw to play this game, to play Gears of War, okay? Okay. Not the Horde, like the Orcish Horde from Warcraft, but a different Horde. It's the same word, but yes, it's a different Horde. Okay. So I um, I got this game, and I I did the thing where I I said, all right, I am going to play through the entire single player campaign before I touch multiplayer because like, I don't want the enemies to be ruined for me or anything because, because in the, in the single player campaign, when you encounter like a new enemy type, it's always this big moment in the campaign. It's like a big surprise. It's like, Oh my God, what is that? we got to kill that thing. Anyway, not to mention the campaign's always really well done, which it was in this game too. It was an excellent campaign. So um, I said, all right, I'm going to do the full campaign, and I'm still doing the thing where I wake up at 4.30 every day, and God. so I was getting about an I was getting about an hour and a half, an hour to two hours, really. Some days I woke up a little late, so like an hour to two hours a day playing video games in the morning, and the campaign's not long. It's maybe like six to ten hours. I played it on the, th- on like the third difficulty out of four. It was wonderful. Loved it. Um, and so I got done with it, and I was like, all right, sweet. I liked that campaign a lot. It is time to play Horde Mode. I'm like ready for this. It was a Sunday afternoon. Max was, uh, Max, my son, was at grandma's house for the afternoon. My wife and I were going to go over for dinner and pick him up that night. And so I had like the entire afternoon to myself. 
uh, all the work in the house was done, so I didn't have to do anything. So I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play Horde mode. Yeah, but you would have had more time if you had just started a little earlier. So I guess you should have been there on a Sunday morning. So I sat down and I booted up Horde mode and it's like, all right, average game time, 45 minutes. I was like, okay, I can, I can like get behind 45 minutes. Hell, I could even wake up in the morning and play a 45 minute round of Horde mode and be done. Um, and I could do that like before I do my normal morning routine. That sounds awesome. Sounds like you would achieve a solid game life balance in that case. Yeah, that was my plan. That's sure what it pitched itself as. So I get into the game, and uh, again, you have to go through 50 waves, and I get through about four waves with the group that I'm with, and then a person drops. And then when one person drops, another person drops. And then both other people drop. It's a five-player game, and then I'm in the game by myself. So I spent about 15 minutes getting the game set up and then going through those first four waves, and now I'm the only person in the game, and I'm like, huh, does anybody, like, come back in? And no. No, there's no capability for people to rejoin a horde match in the middle of a horde match. Oh, <laughs> good. You have to start at wave one. So I said, well, that kind of sucks. Okay. Maybe it was just, like, a weird thing. I'll just quit out. So I quit out, loaded it back up again, started to play again. Okay. Going to do this again. Get to wave, like, seven. Played for about 25 minutes. One person drops. Two other people drop. And then the other two people drop. And they're not killed. They just drop. No, they just drop out of the game. And so now I'm by myself again, and I'm like, well, this kind of this kind of sucks. Like, I wonder, is this like a normal thing? So, of course, I Google it. I'm like, people dropping out of Horde and Gears of War 4? Sure enough, there's like a huge problem right now with the game because there's zero penalty in Horde mode. See, there's, there's penalties for players dropping out of the versus mode, which are much shorter matches. But there's penalties for those players of dropping out of versus matches. But there's no penalty to drop out of Horde matches. So you could get to wave 45... And have three players drop out, and the game is tuned around having all five players there. There's no capability to put bots in the match, which I think is ridiculous. And there's no way to rejoin a horde match. So if people drop, you're just kind of done. Hell, if people get disconnected, you're just kind of done. Wow. Right? So, to make matters worse, after about an hour and a half, I get into a group that seems legit. We're going to do this. We're going to go to wave 50. So we start playing. And we get to about wave 20, and I've already played the game for about 35, 40 minutes, and I'm like, every wave takes about two minutes. And then I did the math very quickly in my head, because it's not hard, and I said, wait a minute, if every wave takes two minutes minimum, minimum, and there's 50 waves, that's 100 minutes. That's an hour and 40 minutes to do a round of horde mode. That is not an average time of 45 minutes. The pitched average time on Horde mode isn't even close to how long it actually takes you to play a round of Horde mode. So, basically what... And I still... And when we were playing it, like when I got... We got to wave 50. Here's here's the disappointing part. We got to wave 50, <laughs> and we couldn't complete it. What? And I Why? And I, I, it was too hard. It was too hard. So you level up, and you gain new gear, and you gain new cards that you equip to your character that make it more powerful. And if you don't have enough of those power-ups, you, I think you, you just kind of can't complete the game, right? So we just didn't. We couldn't. Um, and it was sad. And I was sad. But the, the thing was is that lead-up to Wave 50 was so good. It was the exact awesome experience that I wanted to have from Gears of War 4, but it took four hours of finding the right group and, and, and just kind of falling into it 
before I was able to get into a group that we could we could make it to the end. Not to mention, I will never have four hours to sit there and screw around trying to find the right group again. Like, I just don't have that chunk of time. I just don't. And which really stinks because it was so fun. It is so fun. Horde mode is like one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite experiences in gaming. But I got done with it and we were driving to my mother-in-law's and I was like, I, I don't know if I have the time for this game like this anymore in my life. I just don't know if I've got it. And that's super sad. And I might just have to be okay with like starting horde like like starting a match at 8:15 after Max goes to bed, playing it for an hour and a half and just getting as far as I can and then being done with it because it's still really fun. But I just I want that accomplishment of completing the whole thing, you know? So do it once, right? I want to. I just haven't got there yet. I got to wave 50. I think you can do it. I think you just had bad luck with matches. They'll probably introduce some kind of penalty system in a patch, right? Because that's what game developers do. And you'll be Yeah, involved. there's a lot of there's a lot of um of kind of outrage out there about it. Um some super interesting things they've done with this game. Uh there's the last thing I'll say about it before we can be done, because again, it's not a full gamer thing. Um it's the first it's the first game that's piloting this Windows Xbox crossplay. So I am playing with Xbox One players when I'm playing Horde mode. You can't play versus against them. So the PC players can only play against other PC players for versus because they have to be able to account for mouse and keyboard players because mm. there's a lot more precision with mouse and keyboard than there's with it. But it doesn't matter for, in their opinion for Horde mode. So you get matched up with Xbox players. I've been the only PC player I've ever seen playing the game. But the fact that I can play with Xbox One players just means that the, the user base is that much larger to draw from. So I'll never be hurting to find a match, which is great, right? What, That's the way it should be. What's the game that just came out where you can get it on Windows, on like Windows 10 Play Store or something, but it only matches you with Windows 10 players? That's Call of Duty. Is it the and new Call of Duty? there's nobody playing it. Yeah. And there's nobody. In fact, there's so nobody playing it. There's so many nobody playing it that they're giving refunds to people that buy it on the Windows 10 store. Yeah, because I think I saw on Reddit someone on Windows 10 was playing the brand new Call of Duty game on Windows 10, and there were literally three people online. And one was yes. in the Team Deathmatch lobby, and one was in the some other lobby or something. Yep. Literally three globally. Yeah, and it's it's definitely Call of Duty. So it's really cool that they're allowing that crossplay thing that just makes the, the player base larger. I just... The game's brand new. Um... I am hoping stuff gets tuned a little bit. It's really fun. And I'll talk about it later when we do a full gamer. I've got so many games to do full gamers on right now. Yes. By so many, I mean by so many, I mean two. I've got right. two games that I want to go full gamer on. But yeah. I we need to get to that because they're both and they're both shooters. How are they both shooters? Yeah, I don't yeah. play shooters. You don't do it's weird. And listener, as a reminder, we we are now our main feed. Every two weeks we do a lifestyle podcast, but if we have a game we want to do a full review of and just go full gamer, as John said, and go do a 20 or 30 minute review of one game specifically for our gaming audience, we will do that in a separate episode. But John has had things going on and our schedules have not lined up and now the holidays are here. So we just haven't had a chance to throw in an extra recording session. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks, because John wants to talk about Doom and Gears of War 4, I want to talk about 
maybe Final Fantasy fourteen again, depending no, on how. I th- I think you've played enough of it, enough more of it to speak to it a little more. I think that that would be totally. Yeah, legit I'd like to, to get to the Heaven's Word content though. So, but this, but this was. I feel like this fit into um, into this segment of the podcast with with uh, the the balancing act because. Of just the time commitment, it, I felt like I got. I feel like I kind of got duped a little bit. Like the time commitment that it actually requires to play this game, to play a round of horde mode, is far more than they originally. So, how you. would you have found that ahead of time when you did your search for people dropping? Did you find people talking about the estimated time? No. The only way that I figured that out was by getting into a match that actually lasted longer than ten rounds. Hmm. And they've done some. They've done some other weird things. Two where you can like uh, put up you put a bounty out that you can you know what I'll talk about it later I'll talk about it on on uh, on full gamer yeah. when we go full gamer and I will be talking about Civilization Six which which will be a post patch review because yeah and I really want to yeah hear about because they that. released a one point eight gigabyte patch for the game after it was released which is not uncommon right, right? but I mean, substantial and and fixed a lot of things so. I'm glad that I waited to review Civ 6 because this will be a post-patch review. And there's another game I was going to review. I'm I'm not sure what it was, but whatever. Um, also, I have not been at my computer since this happened, but a good friend of the show that uh, John insists that I call the freak, but he's actually a really cool guy and I like him a lot. He, uh, Ryan Dombrowski, Dombrowski uh, of Dombrowski.com, is a an avid listener and fan of ours in front of the show. And he just released Suburban Scavengers on the Steam Greenlight. It's a tug-of-war fighting game. It's an indie game. You can vote for it on Steam Greenlight. And I would encourage you to go do that. I've not had a chance to check it out because, again, I have not really been at my computer the last couple of days, but on my phone. Uh, so I don't know a lot about it, but I know that it's, it's awesome. There's a, little, there's a little Nidhogg in it. Um, did you ever play Nidhogg? Yes, Nidhogg's amazing. Yep, there's a little there's a little bit of Nidhogg in there, and that you you basically like knock your opponent down, and that lets you move this because you're trying to the 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 gameplay is you're trying to get a couch that you found on the street into your house, right? You're a suburban scavenger. You scavenge this couch, and you and this other person both found the couch at the same time, and so you're trying to get the couch into your house before the other person can push it to their house. So by knocking them down, it gives you some free time to push the couch towards your house. And so you just have to do that enough to where you eventually push the couch all the way into your house and you win the round. Have you played it? No. Not yet either? Well, you've been, yeah, you've been really not. No, but, you know, I actually care about the types of projects that he's working on, so I kind of know about it. Yeah, I've been following it on Twitter a lot, so it, mm-hmm. that yeah, all yeah, sure sounds have. like the screenshots we can, we can all thing. tell that by how, by how eloquently you spoke about it. It's true. Well, and you can follow uh, Ryan at r underscore Doombrowski. He also has a podcast, which is good. But enough plugging him for free. Not like I'm going to play a commercial here or anything for him. <laughs> Doombrowski.com. I make games. I'd love to help you make your game. From music and sound effects to arts and programming, I can do everything from the ground up to get a game ready to play. Specializing in 2D games for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and HTML5. Email me for a quote at owner at doombrowski.com. Email us at unqualifiedpodcast at gmail.com with your sponsorship ideas. Um, and we will tell, with the flood of ideas we have coming in, uh, we'll tell you if we like your idea enough to allow you to sponsor us. That's true. Please, also, we'll, I, let you, we'll let you sponsor us, please, anybody. You can sponsor us with anything. I will, don't be desperate. I will read a pitch. I will read a pitch for any, any product, any product. 
Don't be desperate. You're gonna ruin it. You're gonna ruin it. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna green light suburban scavengers right now while we're uh, while it's on on the top of my you head. You should. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I will actually check it out after this episode. Um, but bum. Oh, also we had a quick uh, a quick errata to uh, a quick correction. Max in the chat pointed out that the size of a patch does not necessarily correspond to the amount of changes. If you want a one line code change to a DLL, you're probably replacing the entire DLL. And I'm sure someone knows that. Now I know what a DLL is. It's a file. So it's a file. Yeah, there's that. So yeah. Um, but why did we get on? Why did I start talking about Ryan? I uh, don't. Oh, oh, games no. that something about games. I don't know. Something video games. The stuff with the thing. Yeah, I don't know. You know um, what's coming out a week from today, and you're an idiot for not having pre-ordered. Nope. Final Fantasy 15. Is this a hype segment? What is wrong with you? No, we're doing the... the we're still in balancing act. Now we're going to talk about how we've been balancing games in life. What's, but- what's wrong with me? My PlayStation 4 is attached to my... T- it's my media center for my main TV. I don't have access to it, really. So what am I supposed to play it on? What does that mean? You don't have access to it? To what? Your TV? No, my t- my TV in my living room is what, you know, like we play Sesame Street DVDs on. And it's what my wife watches Amazon Prime Video on and Netflix. Okay, well, be the man of the house and tell everyone, I am going to Thor out right now, grab Mjolnir, smash everything so that you're surrounded by a wall of rubble. Sit down, hunker down, and play Final Fantasy XV, the most longestest developed video game in the Final Fantasy series of all time. Just because a game has been developed for a very long time doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see what the reviews say. I'm going to see if they make any announcement about a PC release. Probably give it a couple months. If the PC release gets announced, I will wait. If it doesn't, I'll buy it used. All right. So that's a smart way of approaching it. You are not hype enough. What? It, how are you not on the hype? I'm stream? hype. No, no, I'm hype. No, you're Trust not me. hype. I'm, you're not hype at I'm, all. I'm super. I'm super pumped. The Final but Fantasy. Also, no, I am also realistic, and I know that if I get it, there's going to be a bunch of days where I don't get to play it because the PlayStation Four is hooked up to the TV in the living room. That's uh, to change the TV where it's hooked up. What are we going to use as a media center in my living room? A Wii. Dust it off. A Wii U. <laughs> There's Netflix on that, right? I, I don't actually know. Probably. Do you have, do you have an Xbox? There's Netflix on everything. Do you still have your Xbox 360? No. I feel like there's Netflix in my pocket. Is Netflix in my pocket? There is Netflix on literally everything. Just get a... Are my pants... Do my pants... Do my pants stream Netflix? Using a Roku Saki. Hook that up to your TV. Wait you a have minute. Roku like Saki? the shredder? Yeah, the shredder. Use the shredder. Okay. It's a set box. I was more of a Krang fan. Paul in the chat wants to know how much Square paid us for the Final Fantasy 15 plug. Well, I'm going to bill him. <laughs> I should do that. I should send Square Enix a bill. What you should do, you should send them a bill for all of the episodes about Final Fantasy 13 2 that we had, uh, which was basically every episode yeah. of our last podcast. We basically were the marketing for that game. We were. Mostly you. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you. Well, whatever. Okay, well, yeah, now now there's this part where we, we, we do our little balancing act and we talk about how... We've done at Balancing Games in Life. Now, I just was listening to the most recent episode of Game Life Balance Australia, our sister show, which you can hear at GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com, and they broke bad on our Balancing Act segment. Did you hear this? No. No. They broke bad, and they just insisted that it doesn't make sense. 
Like, how do you, how do you, on a scale of one to eight, rate? I, I mean, I would play the audio if this, if I had the capability live to play it, I would. But I may insert it into the audio episode, like here. Listening to the American uh, podcast, Game of Thrones US, they have a system, and like they, would, I don't understand it. Like, yes, so they they rate every week. I've noticed they've started doing this thing where they hmm. rate their success at game life balancing, at balancing their games and their life. But I think I know where you're going with this. I find this scoring method a bit opaque. Because how well did you do at balancing games in life? And it's like, how I do you scored rate- a 9. And it's like, well, wait. wait did, did, does that nine, 9 times out of 10 you were able to play the games? You got the balance right 90% of the time? Does it mean that yep. a 10 out of 10 mean you played tons of games? And 0 mean you played no games? Or, or 5 does, out of 10 or means is, you got a perfect balance between yeah. two. Is it like, are we talking about a ratio here? Or are we just saying, I did a good job at balancing these? I just love that idea that we're stealing this. Yeah. And we're probably giving it more thought than they are. No, I think I think we're actually probably upsetting them by like making it sound like they didn't think it through. But anyway. <laughs> Which um, is also our job. To upset them. Yes, definitely. So they just want us to rate from 1 to, from one to 7 instead of 1 to 8, right? That's all it is? I consider it... A scale of 1 to 10 of how satisfied I am with the amount of time I played video games. Compared to the other things you did with your life. Just, no, in general, really. Like, because I'm generally, because I'm generally pretty satisfied with life. This is just like straight up. For example, let me, let me put it this way. For example, let's say I'm having a great couple weeks and I do some fun stuff or whatever. But then Friday, Saturday, Sunday roll around and it's raining all day and I need to clean my apartment and I should do some stuff for work and I should maybe do some podcast stuff or some research on something. But instead, all I do is play 800 turns in Civilization Six. So I'm binging and I'm like in an addictive way, overdosing and just being kind of a video game addict. In that case, I would actually dock myself points because I'm not satisfied with the number of video games I've played. I've played a lot, but I'm not satisfied because I played too much. Right, and if I'm on vacation for two weeks and I just play an hour of a phone game total over the course of my vacation, I was still on vacation. It was still awesome. I'm still going to give myself a seven, which is it's seven out of seven. Is um, it out of seven now? Because that's going to confuse the Australians. Wait, 17 maybe? I was gonna, to, we're gonna we're gonna scale out of seven. It's gonna be out of thirteen two. Okay, so yeah, so I would probably give myself a thirteen two then because I you know it like even though I only played an hour of video games, I was like on vacation. I was drinking a bunch. I was sleeping a bunch. I was eating awesome food. It Wait, was awesome. Over the last two weeks, you were on vacation. No, I, no, I'm I'm using the hypothetical vacation that I will eventually take. You're, confused, not on you're va- confusing everyone. You got to come back from vacation. And then no, I'm on a, so I'm on a hypothetical vacation. Right now? But I didn't play... But I did, Well, no, because it's hypothetical. And I didn't play any video games on this hypothetical vacation. I didn't... Hypo, so hypothetically, I didn't play any video games on my hypothetical vacation. But I still was on this hypothetical vacation. So hypothetically, I gave myself a 13-2 out of 13-2... Even though I didn't play video games, because it was still I was still on a great hypothetical vacation. Does that make sense? But you said I'm on a hypothetical vacation. You did present tense first, and then you said I was and I did, and then it's past because, tense. So I, so I meant because I was on a hypothetical vacation. My last sentence should have been because I was on a hypothetical vacation. Were you on it right now? Is this vacation occurring? Like, is it a hypothetical vacation occurring on November whatever today is? No, it's in the future sometime. Oh, oh, now it's in the future. 
Or it could have been in the past. You it's are going- either in the future or it could have been in the past. You are single-handedly obliterating the space-time continuum. I'm not happy about we, it. Do we need to call up the doctor? Which doctor? Doctor whom? Thank you. You pronounced it correctly. His name is the Doctor Whom, by the way. The Doctor Whom. Don't want to get people upset with us. Anyway, um, so if I had to rate, if I had to rate my video game playing over the past, I didn't ask two weeks, you. I would probably ask you what you would rate your video game playing. Well, no. Now I'm going to ask you. So go ahead. I would probably give myself a. Um, it would probably be about a 10 out of 13, too. Okay, cool. What about you? You didn't really talk about video games all that much, but I bet you, you probably played a lot of them. Yeah, I um, I played a lot of Civilization VI, which was good. And I played some Hearthstone, which is bad, because it's Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I also started playing this terrible mobile game that Chris Farrell told us about on the last episode. It's called WWE Supercard. <laughs> is that the one that's just card? Wait a minute. I thought you played WWE Supercard. Now I do. That's the one where you feed car- you feed wrestlers to other wrestlers to make the cards bigger, right? Kind of. It's really bad and dumb, but kind of fun if I have like 30 seconds here or there. Okay. It's, it's I don't know, it's whatever. And now that I'm, I'm pretty much done, I'm ready to kind of put Civ Six away for a little while. Because mm-hmm. it, you know, you pay a few hundred turns and... There's only so many civilizations you can build before you go, okay. It, I, f- I feel like I usually get about two or three full games before I shelf it. When I very first get a Civ game, I usually get like two or three full games in, and then I shelf it for a bit before I jump in to another full game. Yeah, that happened to me. I think I have 40 or 50 hours in it, so I put sure. a good amount of time in, into the game so far, and, and now I'm, again, just kind of ready for a little bit of a... Uh, just a little bit of a break. Actually, according to Steam... Civ six, I have sixty three hours, which is just pretty good. That's uh, significant. Now in Final Fantasy fourteen, I have two hundred twenty four hours. Still enjoying that game thoroughly, and I, I did get to play a couple really kind of major dungeons with people, and that was really fun. So I, I would rate my game playing balance over the last couple of weeks is probably an eleven five. No, an eleven. An 11 11 out of 13 2. Out of 13 2. Mm-hmm. An okay. 11 11 6 out of 13 2. That's close. That's close to 13 2. Yeah, so yeah, somewhere in there. But, but yeah, I, I've, been, I've been relatively happy, happy with it lately. Um, I, I love that Final Fantasy 14 is multiplayer. You know, um, just having people in the chat all the time when you log on is just, it's, it's really good. It's really look good. Look out, you're falling down that MMO hole. The M- the MM hole. The yeah. mole. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's, it's dangerous. Dangerous how much I've been playing and how much I'm going to play it. Um, the next week, my girlfriend is actually leaving town Wednesday. Oh, my God. She's leaving town Wednesday. And she's Are gonna you be, even going to shower? She's going to be gone for a couple of days. I may take the day off work Wednesday or Thursday just to play Final Fantasy 15 all day. You're not going to shower. You're not going to shower. You're not, not going to shower. You're probably... You know what? Every hour or so, get up, do some stretches, mm-hmm. eat, eat an apple or mm-hmm. something. Not every hour. That's way too many apples. But, like, uh, you know, do some things that could, like, be healthy for your body. Uh, but then also play, like, 12 hours of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, it's 15. Oh, 15 will be out then. Because, yeah, 15 will be up. Oh, like man. I, no, she's leaving town the day after Final Fantasy XV comes out. 
Yeah, I'm not screwed. I'm. In She's going to perfect... have to peel you off the couch. <laughs> She'll get back, and I'm just like I haven't. You will have melded. Days. You will have melded with the couch. It's going to be. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about it. I've not really read anything about it or looked. I think I watched a trailer or something. I watched Conan O'Brien play it and ruthlessly make fun of it. He was really rough on it, actually. Usually he just kind of makes fun and teases a little bit, but like at the end he legit like goes up to developers and goes, why did you make this? What's the point? It's dumb. It's boring or something like yep. that. It's like, ugh, yikes. And he reviews it with Frodo? Yeah, it was a little cringeworthy. I watched it too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, so whatever. But, but that's Final Fantasy for you. Yeah, I feel like I had other stuff to say or talk about or something, but I, I, I'll I, be honest. Earlier today, I didn't even know I'd be able to record tonight because I have a cold. I thought it was allergies. Join the, the club. Yeah, I thought it was allergies because my sinuses were crazy and it just felt like allergies. But then everybody's like, well, no, it's freezing outside. It's not allergies because there's no pollen. I don't know if that's true. but You could just be sick. I, apparently, I was just sick. So anyway, I took a bunch yeah. of medicine, which I think – Last time totally knocked me out, but I'm doing okay right now. I'm mm-hmm. just a little dehydrated. But sure. I have done this entire episode on medication. So I'm heavily medicated, and if I struggled for words a couple times, that's probably part of why. Also okay. because I'm always drunk. I have an IV of Johnny Walker red label in my left arm. and Johnny you can get Walker, better than that. Johnny Walker black label in my right arm. You can get better than that, too. Johnny Walker white label. Nope, there's no such thing. In my spine. And Johnny Walker rainbow label in my leg. My one leg Pride. that I have. Right. So, you know. So, but I am looking forward to doing some full gamers soon, fully reviewing Civ Six, fully reviewing more stuff in, in Final Fantasy XIV, um, and hopefully remembering what the hell I wanted to even say next week. You um, want to so- talk about the Gunna Geek Network? Uh, no. Why would I do that? Why don't you tell me yeah, what it that. is? I'll do that. I'm going to talk about the Gunna Geek Network. It's a network of podcasts that we are a member of. It is called Gunna Geek. It's at gunnageek.com, G-O-N-N-A-G-E-E-K. There are other geek podcasts you can listen to to get other geek stuff other than just our point of view on kind of video gamey stuff. Um, on this week's episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, episode 236, The Cavernous Canyon, it's a heavy, it's a gaming-heavy week as Willie reveals Telltale Games' new Marvel game, and Naki talks about all the free Overwatch swag you can get for playing Heroes of the Storm. Ooh. Chris has the details on Marvel's new Inhumans TV series, and Anthony reveals the new director for Deadpool, and there's also a triumphant return of Super Dick Mode this week. I am definitely checking this episode out. And that is all good thing, all things good and nerdy. Uh, again, on the Gunna Geek Network. Have you heard about Telltale Games making a Marvel game? Telltale Games has made so many story-based games. It's crazy. They're doing like everything. I bet it's really good. Did, uh, I, they I did. Saw... They did Game of Thrones. They did uh, Borderlands. They did that Wolf Among Us. They've done like three seasons of The Walking Dead. They've done so many different games. I know. I knew they did Game of Thrones because I played that. I've played that one before. I have that on yeah. my phone. Um, uh, I saw Doctor Strange last week. Me too. Did you really? I did. I'm shocked that you saw it. I didn't think it'd be up your alley. Oh God, it was awesome. Did you see it, it was in the 3D? first? No, but it was the first. I don't. I'm not in love with 3D anything really. Um, I, I just yeah, it doesn't do it for me. But it was the. F- first marvel movie in a really long time that i can remember just loving 
Really? Like, I don't, I don't think that I've liked a Marvel movie that much since probably X-Men First Class, which was a long time ago. But you didn't see Civil War, did you? I didn't see Civil War. So I do need to see that. It's coming to Netflix on Christmas Day. So I'll watch it then. You will, yes. Um, okay, I, I, well, I will recommend that if anyone has not seen it, I'll recommend that the listener does watch it in 3D. I'm not a big 3D guy either, but a couple of those action scenes were pretty sick in 3D. Sure. And I'm, I'm sure they were awesome in 2D as well. They're just objectively really awesome. But I, I thought that the 3D actually added to it and it wasn't just kind of a bell and whistle thing. So that was strongly recommended. I believe 3D was strongly recommended to me by Stargate Pioneer from the Guinea Geek Network, I think. Or, or somebody I know in the network did recommend it in 3D. So, yeah, go, you know, a couple extra bucks. I would normally say it. I did not see the Avengers in 3D, I don't think. So, you know, of course I probably did. I don't remember. I'm a. Arrival, Arrival is a much better movie. I'm on drugs. Was I it? Loved, so I was. I've heard, I loved Doctor. I loved Doctor Strange, but Arrival was one of the best movies I've seen in a very I have heard, well, and certainly the best sci-fi movie. I've heard I've rave reviews, so I might see Arrival too soon. It's based on a short story by my favorite sci-fi author. Oh, okay. So it, yeah, it was um, it was wonderful. That was really. You know, next week, the Music Box Theater, that uh, that boutique-y little theater that I always mention on this podcast where I saw the... That plays Akira in 35mm or whatever? They're actually playing Akira at midnight this Saturday and Friday. (laughs) Literally Akira. (laughs) I was looking at the listing today. It's their midnight movie. (laughs) How did you know that? I didn't know that. I just... There was a first... It's the first anime that came to mind... And it was whatever. Uh, well, next week it's not actually Akira, is it? It is. Like, they're literally showing Akira at eleven fifty nine p.m. Christ. Friday and Saturday this weekend only. That's in thirty five millimeter. Yes, in thirty five millimeter. Jesus, Christ. I'm not kidding. Whatever. That was that was spooky. <laughs> that was weird. That was... Well, I'm really bummed because my my girlfriend's got a really busy week next week. But next week for four days, four or five days only, they're showing in thirty five millimeter Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, which is arguably the best Star Trek movie. It's a good one. Really good one. I, I mostly wanted to watch it so she'll understand the Kobayashi Maru reference when I make them, which I sure. undoubtedly will do. And but my my life is lacking in Kobayashi Maru references, I think. Is it I think everyone's life needs more Kobayashi Maru references. Do they? Yeah, they do. Okay. Anyway, uh, speaking of Stargate Pioneer two minutes ago, he is one of the hosts of Better Podcasting on the Gunna Geek Network. It's called Better Podcasting. That's the name of the, the podcast. And on episode... F- <laughs> Boy, we should really listen yeah, to that should. one. And on episode 54 in this week's edition of Better Podcasting, Stephen and Stargate Pioneer force you to consider the fact that the year is almost over, and now is a great time to start planning for your 2017 podcast endeavors. This week's menu items include hardware and services. So each week they they pick a specific thing about podcasting and talk about it. It's a really great show if you want to get into podcasting or learn more about the behind the scenes. It's actually quite excellent. I recommend it to basically everybody. So Have they done a show on how to replace your co-host yet? Do you know what episode that was? Mm. I need to look up that episode. All right then. And with that, that's our, our Gonna Geek um, plugs. And again, I'm maybe the medication is starting to kick in now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a very hard time articulating any thoughts or keeping a coherent. Then I think that this is a good opportunity for me to say thank you for listening to the Game Life Balance US podcast, the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode and leave us a review if you really want to make our day. 
You can find us on Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com or on the official podcast network of Chicago's WGN Radio at wgnplus.com. Learn more about Game Life Balance, including contact information and links to our sister show in Australia at gamelifebalance.us. Yeah, and also if you dig us, please tell one friend about our podcast. If you know anybody that yeah, that'd be likes humor yeah. or is kind of into games or has a punch punchant, or if you know any friends, if you know any friend, if you have any friends, John has none, and that's why we don't really get much. That's why I. That's why I can't branch this out at all. But but legit, legit, get some friends is the moral of this story. And no, please tell one person about about the the podcast. Um, this was episode suck it of Game Life Balance US. I just learned from the chat. It's episode suck it. Did you know that? It's a, is that 40, 40? Nope, 40? suck it. Episode suck it. We don't do numbers. Okay. I guess I'll, I guess I'll put on episode suck yeah. it then. Well, that was, yeah. Um, man, yeah, gosh. I just, it all went by so fast, you know? You're losing it. Do I have it. to hit stop broadcast? How do I do this? You're losing it. I literally don't know how to do this. I You're feel like it. crap. I'm going to go take more medicine and die. <laughs> <laughs>